Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a podcast and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience, and wisdom from hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. I am your host, Ashutosh Garg, and today I'm delighted and privileged to welcome a very, very senior corporate professional and a passionate cricketer who's played for Malaysia, Mr. Devendran Ramanathan. Devendran, welcome to the show. Good morning, Ash. Uh, an honor to be on your show. Uh, right. And I've seen some of the previous podcasts, you know, fantastic. <laughs> Still Thank learning. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Devindran is the managing director and founder of ACS Asia Pacific SDN BHD Malaysia. And for, I'm sure you were, all of you have picked up, he lives in Kuala Lumpur in Malaysia. And he has represented Malaysia in cricket. He's the honorary vice president of the Malaysia Cricket Association. So, uh, Devindran, we're going to speak. Uh, about your work as well as about cricket today. So let's start about your work, ACS Asia Pacific. Tell me uh, about this venture. Two of my passion, work and cricket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think if you ask my wife, who's dearest to me, she'll mm-hmm. tell you those things even are higher than family. Yeah? <laughs> uh, so that's a worry when I hear that you know, often. Uh, but yes, uh, work-wise, uh, Ash, um, I, I work, I'm in the, in the automotive industry. I started automotive engineering in the UK came back and worked with one of the largest conglomerate in Southeast in, in Asia, Assign Derby, a uh, huge yeah. brand portfolio, uh, including BMW, where I worked for a good 17 years. Mm-hmm. And subsequently with the other brands, Assign Derby, Carrot, uh, real iconic brands of uh, Land Rover, uh, Ford, Porsche, and um, a total of 21 years uh, with the group. Uh, my specialized, my area of uh, passion is the after sales. Mm-hmm. The unsexy area of car, you know, okay. uh, uh, the car industry, you know. But it's the most important. And the most important, exactly. You know, so it's, I often say, you know, it's so easy to sell a car. My mom could even sell a car if there's great branding, advertising, pricing. But it's the after sales which matters. And that's mm-hmm. an area where I really, you know, honed my skill, uh, enjoyed meeting, seeing problems, uh, solving uh, uh, situations, you know, meeting customers mm-hmm. and, and growing the brand uh, uh, of the, the ones we, we represented in Malaysia for 21 mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. I ultimately was the head of the after sales for the group uh, in Malaysia. Uh, came 2011 was when I said, you know, I've often done things my way and not lived my life to others' expectation. I wanted to come out and do something that I could grow and continue to do and have uh, time on my side, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I set up my own consulting company. I realized there was an opportunity that I could also transfer my skill, my passion to others. Uh, mm-hmm. People got who, who come into employment are much younger. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they also need someone to mentor them. And I, I felt I had that knowledge. Mm-hmm. I, I love connecting with people. And I founded my consulting company called ACS, uh, Asia Pack. Uh, I wanted it to be Asia Pack because I always dream big. Mm-hmm. Um, and sure enough, after 10, 11 years, coming to 11 years, mm-hmm. we've actually got a footprint in almost all Southeast Asian countries. We do mm-hmm. consulting, training, coaching in the area very much on after sales, uh, helping dealership, helping manufacturers uh, perform better, improve customer satisfaction and the ownership experience. Mm-hmm. So that's my area, and that's what I've been Very doing for, Very for 11 years now. Okay. Um, okay. So, uh, you know, uh, as, as an owner of uh, a luxury car, one of the biggest problems I find is the incredible cost that goes into servicing high-end luxury cars. Why is this the case? I mean, why is it that everything is so expensive about the car? 
Um, well, Ash, I think it starts with, uh, with, with pricing and the brand which has been created, you know. They have come to the point, especially the luxury brands, if we talk about the BMW, Mercedes, mm. Audi, I think they've already captured the hearts and minds of consumers, you know, yeah. and then people are willing to pay. So why price it low? But besides that, also the quality of components, uh, the precision of these parts, the joy of driving this car. I mean, if you drive a three series, you know, uh, even a two or three year old car, not necessarily a new or age car, but you know, the average experience is uh, far greater, you know, than driving a, a, a mid-segment car. Uh, you know, so you know, and you've got to pay for that uh, that that uh, that that luxury, uh, that comfort, uh, and of course the pride of owning this car mm. uh, certainly rubs off on people. You know, being seen in a car, you obviously very quickly get businesses and people open doors. Well said, well said, and uh, you know now the world seems to be moving to uh, EVs. I mean, the process will be a little slow. But uh, as someone who owns a, a Tesla was telling me that, uh, you know, he had a problem with his car, he called the service center, and they said, don't worry, we'll fix it by tomorrow morning. And they reset some thing in software. So uh, it's almost like an Android on wheels. What do you think is going to happen to service in such kind of cars? And what is this doing to the automobile industry? It, it is uh, at well, I'm in my 50s, uh, Ash, and it is certainly something we all have to take note of. Mm -hmm. uh, they're building cars not for that, that there's no need. It's the younger generation today, uh, the, the, the Gen Y, the, mm -hmm. the millennials, the Gen Z, who are certainly, you know, there is demand. They mm -hmm. are more technologically advanced. They are more digitalized, you know, and, and they, they want such cars. Mm -hmm. And 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 uh, here are the the Teslas and you know and so many others now who are just building these cars. Mm -hmm. um, yes, they are very sophisticated. In fact, you wouldn't even need to call the service center. You just probably have to go to your app and press a button, and mm -hmm. you know they they know where you are. They've got your data, your address, your car, your mileage, everything remotely, mm -hmm. and they could just service the car or also even just update your software, mm -hmm. diagnose it, you know, on the fly. So. It is uh, certainly a, a, a move which is coming. You know, we're going to see the effects of this on the entire you know automotive industry. Mm -hmm. uh, but it, you know, it'll take time, as you said. Mm -hmm. uh, there's infrastructure needs. You know, there is you know having someone lives in an uh, apartment and wants to have a, a hybrid or a plug-in hybrid or a full electric car. He will need to charge his car. You know, so it will take time. Mm. But uh, if you see what's happening today, it is something um, uh, I'm, I'm also uh, you know, concerned because I've got a, another business dealing with spare parts. Mm -hmm. But um, yes, there would be lesser parts, maybe 30% lesser moving components. There's no more engine. There's mm. no more uh, a, fuel, a fuel tank. You know, it's going to be replaced by an electric motor and, and, a, and a battery, you know. So, mm -hmm. but um, um, you know, there still be components. Uh, accidents will still happen. Mm -hmm. uh, you will still have a, 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 your broken windscreen from following behind a truck. Mm -hmm. uh, 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 you know, because they are silent, you also probably can have more accidents, you know. Okay. Um, so, there's going to be interesting uh, scenarios to come with this, uh, with EV. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, we've got to change. Um, 
and uh, you know I don't have kids, you know, but I, I like to keep myself uh, occupied by uh, meeting the younger mm. friends or the children of my you know uh, mm. of, of my friends, and then uh, just keep in touch with them because their preferences are changing, you know. And if you are not if you're in business, mm. and if you are not adapting quickly, you're going to be left behind. True. So the other trend that I wanted to discuss with you, and this is going to be my last question on uh, automobiles, so that I can move to your passion of cricket. But the other trend is that ownership of cars is dropping uh, with the millennials and the Gen Zs preferring to take Ubers and Grabs and whatever else. What do you think this will do to your kind of business? Um, so car sales will nevertheless still happen. I think there would be certainly more efficiencies in this whole system. You've just, you know, you've seen Grab today. They're no longer, it started off actually in Malaysia. Uh, Grab started by uh, two Harvard graduates who started yeah. off My Taxi, you know, an app just for ride uh, uh, hailing. Mm-hmm. Today they've gone into a technology company doing food. Um, and, and then you have so many others, you know, new unicorns in Southeast Asia, mm-hmm. uh, the Carsons, the Caros, who are mainly car sh- uh, sharing apps. Mm-hmm. Um, so why, why buy a car, you know? Uh, why buy a cow when you can you know, uh, go and buy milk from the grocery? Correct. Um, so it's happening. It's going to bring a lot of efficiency. Certainly, you know, why keep a car? You know, a car is only used like, you know, uh, uh, two or three hours in the day at most. Going to work, you know, uh, probably out for lunch and yeah. then back home. Mm-hmm. And the rest of the day is idle in your garage or in, in a, taking up a car park space at, a, yeah. at a, in your workplace. Um, yeah. And it, it is, I think it's, it's uh, without a doubt a, a problem. And there's, some interesting startups who have taken advantage of uh, this uh, uh, problem with a solution, a fantastic uh, going digital. Very interesting. So, Devendra, now let's talk about cricket. Let's start with what got you interested and how did you work your way up to play in the Malaysian cricket team? I started playing cricket when I was um, 11, 12, sorry. Um, just had a senior came into our class and said, I'm from the cricket team. I'm a captain of the under 15. We are recruiting members. I put up my hand after a couple of other friends put up their hand. And the rest was history. You know, it's a game which I then realized my late father played, you know, to a, also to an equally good level for the police, mm-hmm. for the state. Uh, a lot of my relatives did. And um, uh, I started playing for school, eventually for the young state side. And um, already at 15, I just, you know, I, this was my life, you know, this was the sport I, I was really passionate about. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom was uh, never, you know, against it. She knew, you know, she herself was a sportswoman, played a very good badminton, table tennis. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I aimed at playing for Malaysia. I said at a very young age, you know, I just wanted to aim high and say I'll play for Malaysia. And I was uh, Fortunate to play my first game when I was 21 um, in a very iconic uh, Slango Padang, mm-hmm. uh, uh, right in front of the Royal Slango Club in the city yeah. center. Mm-hmm. Opened the batting for Malaysia, scored I think 24 runs in my first game, um, and um, and just enjoyed. But I would not say I was one of the you know uh, 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 consistent uh, performers, but you know I enjoyed the game. Um, and, and eventually after that, you know, went on to also realize that, you know, others should be given the chance I had as a youngster. 
mm. where we had the seniors pool money together, raise money, send us to Sri Lanka for coaching, visited India for some programs, go to Western Australia for you know, some matches. So mm. I think that was something uh, we, me and a lot of us, my batch, and today uh, a lot, we still have that group who played you know, in their teams, you know. Uh, we, and we play like two games a year in our 50s. Uh, we've we've grew up together. We are one of the few who is really, really, uh, you know, together in the last 40 years, you know. Uh, and uh, many other clubs really, you know, look up to us in the sense of how we evolve. And that's what the game has done. You know, we knew each other when we were all school uh, kids. Uh, eventually, with our first girlfriends, we knew each, all our secrets. Mm-hmm. And uh, after the marriage years, work, and now today some of them are already granddads, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have an amazing group. And uh, cricket here too in Malaysia. Uh, you know, we were a British colony. Uh, cricket was introduced then. Um, and um, it is a game which is uh, certain fighting to be popularized, you know, amongst the top mm-hmm. five. It, it's a challenge, you know. It's a long game, even though there's shorter game formats today, the T20 mm-hmm. Um, but it's an expensive game as well, you know, having a, you know, and it's time consuming. So, yeah, we, we, I played my part as well up to a certain uh, time of up to five, six years ago, also trying to popularize the game, raise funds, organize events. Um, but the game is growing. Malaysia is ranked today number 30 in the uh, uh, T20 in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're not bad. We're not, we're not, uh, there's still some uh, activities. We have yeah. a fantastic uh, national team mm. uh, who play, you know, some very good level uh, amongst their 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 equally, you know, uh, sized teams. Very interesting. Uh, so, uh, you know, you were telling me about cricket in Malaysia as a sport. Uh, is the is cricket getting more popular? Um, it is not getting any worse, okay. if I may say, in the last uh, 30 years. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's uh, certainly uh, um, a, a lot of efforts has been put by the uh, various state you know, uh, associations, the national body, mm-hmm. uh, friends who are you know, in these roles at you know, very much honorary position doing all they can, you know, because, you know, there's no funding from the government. Cricket is not a popular sport. It's not a Malaysian sport. It was uh, associated mm. with the British. Mm. Um, there are shorter games, which, you know, uh, there's football fields, badminton courts, cross courts, you know, everywhere. But uh, so I think cricket, uh, for given from given the, the challenges it's had, mm. uh, the circumstances, I think that, that, that it's still there's popularity, you know. Mm. There's a following. Um, there are a lot of expats who work here. Mm. And today, that's, you know, keeping all the cricket grounds on the weekend really occupied. Wonderful. Uh, Wonderful. So that's, that's, I think, uh, with the help of a lot of foreigners as well. Terrific. So, you know, just before we started recording, you were telling me about uh, a lot of the strong relationships you have formed with cricketers around the world um, and made some good friends. And you brought a lot of the prominent names to Malaysia. For our viewers and listeners, tell us uh, about some of these experiences. Um, I think from a young age, having, I'm playing cricket, of course, you start idolizing some of the players, you know, mm-hmm. um, and, and then you watch the World Cups and the Test Series and you just wish, you know, one day you would get to meet them. 
And um, I just um, was motivated to reach out to them through any means, whether it was writing to them, getting a contact or a phone number from someone. Um, so it start and also leveraging on friends, you know, mm -hmm. someone who knew someone who knew a, a cricket star, you know, mm -hmm. and then making them an offer to come to Malaysia, come and help us raise the profile of the game, come and help us in a small way with your presence. And mm -hmm. we would then organize uh, fundraising efforts, uh, opportunities to meet the youngsters, do a little short, short clinics. Mm -hmm. So with, for example, uh, with Arvinda, uh, he was to a friend from Australia. And then I heard Arvinda also drove a seven series in mm -hmm. Sri Lanka. And I was with BMW there. So it, this, uh, this friend connected me with Arvinda. Mm -hmm. And I said, Arvinda, you come to Kuala Lumpur, you will have a car, you know, to drive. So I got my company to sponsor a car. Mm -hmm. And we just built on this one after the other. Arvinda knew someone else. Uh, a, a friend knew John T. Rhodes, uh, a couple Dave came here for a visit uh, for a sports award. Mm -hmm. uh, I connected with him on that first one visit and subsequently, you know, uh, also, you know, we invited him as our guest. Mm -hmm. uh, Imran Khan uh, was, uh, came to give a le leadership talk for, I think, an accounting firm, Ernst & Young. Mm -hmm. uh, we hijacked him uh, before he arrived and said, you know, just give us one night. Let us do a bit of a fundraising and mm -hmm. we'll raise some of this. Some of these funds would also be channeled to your mom's, you know, mm -hmm. uh, your late mother's hospital, you know, mm -hmm. and, and he liked that idea. So he gave us one night and we did a great, you know, dinner. We sold 50, just 50 tickets, you know, 50 couples. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and then he came and he, you know, he was a wonderful uh, uh, you know, guest of ours. Mm -hmm. And that's how it's, it's grown, you know. Uh, today is the Prime Minister of Pakistan. Know. You know? yeah. Uh, yeah. And I had the pleasure of, you know, picking him up. So it's, it's someone connecting us uh, with another person. And uh, eventually, we, you know, we, we, I think Malaysia has become a, a spot that many of the cricketers uh, enjoy coming to. Mm -hmm. the, the former cricketers, the Brian Laras, the, the Aust Australians. So, and, and we don't miss out on this opportunity, you know. Mm -hmm. If there's some, anything to raise some funds, you know, build, you know, do a little press release, have an interview or a, a chat show when it's here, mm -hmm. uh, we do that. And I think that helps, helps keep the game going. Fascinating. So I have time for one more question for you. Uh, and, you know, you just spoke about the BMW 7 series and Arvind. I mean, cars and cricket always go together, I think. Yeah. But uh, my last question to you, uh, Devindran, is that what has cricket uh, taught you as a life lesson? Um, yeah, I, I would say, firstly, it's a long game. You know, and I think what cricket has taught me, and uh, certainly when we played the, you know, we played even innings game before, you know, and before the one days and mm -hmm. before the 2020. And I think what it's, it's taught me and um, some of the values is if it's, it's, it's a long term, you need mm -hmm. to have a long term perspective to anything that you do. Correct. Uh, it's not, it, there's no, you know, you, you get someone who does not understand cricket coming and asking you when you're playing, you know, who's winning? I think mm -hmm. there's no winning until the last ball is bowled, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and it can be, you know, it can just sway from one side to the other. So yeah. I think it's about having a long time, long term perspective, number one. Number two is the uh, team effort. You cannot win the game solely on just you know, one or two uh, prima donnas, you know. Mm -hmm. the, the person that you least uh, expect could be a, a who would, could take that winning catch, you know, mm -hmm. in the moment that you least expect and you've won the game, you know. 
Um, but more than anything, it's also not about winning games. Uh, as you know, um, we've we've lost games, and we're just happy that we've won a friendship. We won the minds and hearts of uh, our opponents. You know, our our team from overseas who want to come and play with our you know with our club. You know, in in Kuala Lumpur. Mm. Um, and I think that's more important than the, uh, anything else. Um, of course, we have a good sweat. Uh, we have a good beer afterwards, you know, and, and the friendship is, is certainly long lasting. I agree. So just one more question I think I can get in. And this is, uh, you know, cricket thrive or cricketers in the centre thrive on large crowds because, you know, that the crowds also get you going as, as a sports person. Yeah. In the last 24, 20, 22, 23 months, because of the pandemic, cricket has gone on but in empty stadiums. What is your perspective on that? Um, I think to, to the many of those uh, international uh, you know, uh, uh, players, uh, I think for them too has been a welcome relief, prob- probably, you know, mm-hmm. playing just the game and not just playing to a spectator that's, that's, and to yeah. all that noise, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, t- television uh, was still telecasting, uh, Ash, you know, uh, there was still a global audience going. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think for a change, they could be themselves. Okay. You know, they, they did not have to be mindful of how they would look on camera, you know, yeah, if they did yeah, something yeah. awkward. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and I think, you know, um, they, for one, you know, at least games got on. Um, and, and today, you know, with, with, with production and what camera can do, you know, they, they know how to camouflage uh, in an empty stadium and still make it sound like <laughs> had a hundred thousand. Including uh, have including have crowd roars. Yes, yes. And but and we as spectators certainly, you know, got to continue watching uh, you know, uh, where, where it was possible, you know. And uh, of course games uh, were relocated to various other venues yeah. and countries. Yeah. Um and um I think it, it, I, I guess uh, it'll be interesting to find out what the players thought, you know, themselves. Well said, well said. And on that note, Devendran, I just want to thank you. It's been such a pleasure speaking to me. Thank you for talking to me about your two great passions, which are automobiles and cricket, or cars and cricket. Thank you again and good luck. Thank you very much, Ash, and uh, an honor being on the show. Thank Thank you. Thank you for listening to the brand called You Videocast and Podcast platform that brings you knowledge, experience and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Do visit our website www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Just search for the brand called you.